श्रीमद भगवद गीता चैप्टर 18 वर्सेस 23 टिल 25 एन ऑर्डेन्ड एक्शन डन विदाउट लव और हेट्रेड बाय वन नॉट डिजायरस ऑफ द फ्रूट एंड फ्री फ्रॉम अटैचमेंट इज डिक्लेयर्ड टू बी सात्विक बट द एक्शन व्हिच इज परफॉर्म डिजायरिंग रिजल्ट्स ऑफ इट सेल्फ कंसीट एंड विथ मच एफर्ट इज डिक्लेयर्ड टू बी राजसिक that action is declared to be tamasic which is undertaken through delusion without heed to the consequence loss of power and wealth injury to others and one's own ability sir namaste here shri krishna says satvik action is done without desire of the fruit and then he says tamasic action is done through delusion without paying heed to consequences it seems shri krishna has drawn a very fine line here please help understand the right action in the light of the above verses good question so on one hand shri krishna is saying here that in satvik action you do not care for the results on the other hand the tamasic person too has been defined as the one who does not care for the result he continues in his self destructive ways without caring for the results at all so the question is saying what is this fine line that shri krishna seems to have drawn here good question you see there are two reasons two possibilities two scenarios you don't care for the results one is because you know that now you are absolutely right because now you have no option left therefore there is no point caring for the results this is the only thing that you can rightly do so what's the point in talking so much about the results or bothering so much about the results that is one possibility that's a satvik possibility you are deeply contented just doing what you are doing it's all right now then there is the tamasic person the tamasic person is compelled to not to care for the results for reasons that are totally opposite to the satvik case the tamasic person gets deeply bitter and harmful results for being what he is and doing what he does because that's the nature of his being everything that he does actually brings hurtful consequences upon the tamasic person now it is extremely important for him to not to care for those consequences if he is to continue remaining the deluded one that he currently is 
otherwise the very force of the results would show him a mirror otherwise the very tribulations of life would compel him to change but he doesn't want to change therefore what's his tagline i don't care for the results this is not his joy this is his compulsion he will have to deliberately and stubbornly ignore the results because the results are shrieking to him you are living a very bad life the moment he pays attention to the results he will have to change but his deep and unyielding ego refuses to change even while suffering deeply that is tamasikta what is the definition of tamasikta you are in the wrong place and you don't even want to leave that place you are living badly and you are saying this is what is called the right life hmm? that's why the rajasik mind is better than the tamasik mind the rajasik mind says i'm not all right i need to do something to 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 become better hmm i feel inferior i feel incomplete i need to rise i need to achieve that's the rajasik mind the rajasik mind at least admits that it is not all right the rajasik mind at least admits that it needs to change and improve though it tries to improve in a unwise and foolish way but at least that admission is there i am not okay the rajasik mind is a tough nut to crack i am all right you are not all right but i'm all right but you are unhappy oh i am joyful but 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 then yesterday night you were wailing and sobbing in that is my pleasure that kind of an argument you understand this i made a video you are frothing in the mouth and flowing in the eye your face was just froth and tears and you are cursing your life here i shot it and what does the fellow say in that is my pleasure i love to wail i love to yell i love to shriek i love to cry tears give me a high and now how do you talk to this fellow he says i'm all right i'm all right as i am in his own eyes he is some goddamn philosopher especially after he's a bit high
it's very very important for him it's a matter of survival to not to care about the results to not to even inquire into the results the day he starts inquiring into the results he will be forced to change therefore i deeply oppose this neo pop spiritual culture of living in the present i do not want people to not to care about results because not caring for results is all right if you are a satvic mind or if you have transcended the ego then it is all right to not to care for results but if you are a rajasik person or a tamasik person as 99.9% people are then you need to be very very conscious of the future and of the results of your actions the tamasic mind desperately wants to avoid looking at the consequences of his actions and that is the reason why the saints if you visit their literature constantly repeatedly reminded us to think of the results of our actions and they reminded us to think of death they constantly kept saying think of death now all death is in the future but today's pop spirituality is about ignoring the future totally don't think of the future live in the present don't think of the future live in the present then why were the saints continuously telling us to think of death death is always in the future right now you aren't dead it is because the saints knew better they knew who they were talking to they knew they were talking to rajasik and tamasik minds and rajasik and tamasik minds need to be cautioned of the future that's the tamasik minds ultimate fantasy to do what he wants to do and then not bear the consequences is that not a great fantasy no i'll do what i want to do i'll consume what i want to consume and i won't even have to foot the bill the saints are saying the bill will need to be paid with due interest mind the bill but it's a very unfortunate trend these days living in the now living in the present no wonder it is coming from the center of consumerism and is only serving to promote a lot of consumerism consume right now don't worry about the consequences and no wonder the country this cult is coming from is the most debt ridden country in the world no wonder the society this cult is coming from 
carries the highest per capita debt on its head do you know about the average credit card dues of the common american they are the highest in the world spend on your credit card live in the present don't worry about the future in fact the 2008 crisis was in many ways a crisis of credit loans had been given to people who were in no condition to pay them back and what did those people do with those loans they lived in the present they enjoyed that money to not think about the future and be joyful in the present and when the banks wanted their money back there was no money to be had back and now the banks didn't know what to do and then they started rolling one after the other declaring bankruptcy on paper they all had a lot of assets so much has been lended to this person and that person owes so much to me all that was on paper in reality nothing because those debts had all been happily consumed so when the bank said now please return my money that is now in the present be very conscious of your action and its results you know sometimes people ask me how do we know where our actions are coming from you keep on talking sir about the importance of acting from the right center but how exactly do we determine which center our action is coming from that's the question people often ask and i say the center your actions are coming from is probably a bit hidden it is an inner thing and you don't have the eyes to look inwards but you can at least pay attention to the results of your action and when you pay attention to the results of your action then here is a formula for you the result of your action is the exact point your action is coming from the source of your action is exactly the same as the consequence of your action so watch the consequences of your actions and you will realize 
what the source of the action is. If you have done something, just figure out what the net result of that entire activity or episode was. And then you should know that the entire episode happened just for the sake of that particular result. That was your hidden intention. For example, you, you do something and in some uh, convoluted way, finally it leads you to you know, break away from a friend. That's the net output of that episode. Now if you have to ask, where did my actions come from? Then you should know that your action actually came from your subconscious desire to get rid of that friend. That's all that you wanted. The beginning is the end. The result is the source. If you cannot know the source, know the result. We are very complicated and deceitful beings. You will never know why you are acting in a particular way. Because you don't want to admit that to yourself. But one good way of realizing why you act as you act is to just see the final result of what you are doing. Obviously you can, you can turn back and say there is nothing called a final result. Alright, look, even at the intermediate result, it is for the sake of that intermediate result that you are doing what you are doing. Hmm? Nothing happens coincidentally in the realm of the ego, for the ego is the doer. The ego does not let things happen. It, it, it does them, right? It doesn't let things happen, does it? So when you are doing something, rest assured that the output is something that the ego wanted. Even if the output appears shocking, even if you want to claim that it's quite an unintended output or outcome. That unintended outcome is not really unintended. You wanted it. You caused it. But you caused it in a very hidden way. In a very obtuse way. Because you didn't want to admit to yourself that you are directly doing it or intentionally doing it. And that is one solid reason why must you must mind the consequences. Because the consequence will tell you about your center. If you look even at the gross actions and their results carefully, you will come to know of the subtle forces operating within. So, something has been happening with you over the last one month, let's say. And you narrate the entire story to someone. And if that someone is wise, that someone will ask, Alright, what's the net result of all this that's been happening with you? And you say, well, the net result is... He'll say, okay, I'll help you out. Compared to one month back, how have things changed for you right now? What has changed? And you'll say, alright, now that's easier to answer. Uh, these are the three things that have changed over the last one month. Hmm? Then that someone will tell you, it is 
with the intention of changing these three things that you have been acting the way you have been over the last one month. It is not that your actions have coincidentally brought about this result. It is because you wanted this result deep within. Hence, you have been acting the way you have been acting. You are just fulfilling your deep desires. So always ask yourself, all this happened ultimately to what result, to what effect, to what end? Hmm? Never ignore the consequences, never. Keeping a check on the consequences is a great way to self-reflect. Otherwise, how will you know who you are? Unless you know what you desire, how will you know who you are? And how will you know what you desire? By seeing what you get. Because you are only getting what you are desiring. That's the way of the ego. It proceeds on desire. So see what you are getting from life continuously as a result of your actions. That's what you are desiring. And who are you? You are your desire. You are the quality of your desire. Just see what is it that you are getting. Just see which relationships are strengthening. Just see who is it you are drifting away from. Just see where are you found. Just see where you are not found. Just see finally what's the result of all this. Because stories are complicated, you know. If you get lost in the details of the stories, you will never come to know the truth. So keep the story aside, just ask for the conclusion. What's the conclusion? What happened as a result of all this that you are trying to tell me? Ask. So this happened, then that happened, and then he brought this, then I did this, and then I said that, and then he met me there, and then we agreed, and then we disagreed, and then we fought, and then we hugged, and then I sent him this letter, and then he wrote me a mail, and, and, and a thousand things. All right, please conclude. Uh, well, you see, then we broke up. So, fine, that's it. This is exactly what you wanted. And for the sake of this result, you enacted the entire drama. Maybe not intentionally, just subconsciously. But this is the result that you ultimately wanted anyway. So, be particular about the consequences. Hmm? That is the reason why the wise ones gave us the principle of karma. What did the principle of karma imply? Oh, you'll have to pay up. You can't go scot-free. Hmm? To the layman, the principle of karma is just the principle of consequences. And it's very important that most people are mindful of karmphal. What is karmphal? Consequences. It is only now that the time-tested theory of karma is being rubbished aside in favor of 
pop theories of living in the now, etc. Living in the now is something very, very special, applicable only to those already liberated. Only the ones already liberated have the right to live in the now. The others must be very conscious of the future. It is by remaining conscious of the future that you will ultimately get freedom from the future. It is by being extremely conscious that you will gain freedom from consciousness itself. It is by minding your actions and their results that you will ultimately gain freedom from the actor. How else will you gain freedom from the actor? If you do not know the actor, will you be able to be free from the actor? What is your bondage? Your bondage is ignorance. Your bondage is that you do not know the actor. And that's why there is no freedom from the actor. And how will you know the actor? The actor is hidden, subtle. The actor doesn't have a face. How do you know the actor? By looking at the actions. But in one's eyes, his actions are anyway always alright. So how do you know your actions really? By looking at the results of the actions. So looking at the results of the actions is one foolproof way to know the actor. And when you know the actor, that gains you freedom from the actor. Hmm?